Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all Earthlings, friends, fur babies, and anybody maybe tuning in. This is Mike R., co-founder of Hashtag 59, and today is our final episode, episode 52 of season three of our U.S. States Outdoor Adventure series. First off, I want to thank everybody who has listened to any of the episodes or shared these episodes. Uh, Amy and I had a lot of fun doing them, and today what we're bringing you is a finale episode with all of our guests from the season. So we are going to jump in with myself and Jill G, Rita V, Jason M, and then finally Amy and myself, and we're doing an awards show of the best of the best of the best from all 50 states and the U.S. territories on Outdoor Adventure. You don't want to miss this. We're going to get started here in just a sec. Can't wait to see you on the inside. And thanks for being along for this ride. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Mike R. here from Hashtag 59. As I mentioned, we are getting ready for another one of our Outdoor Adventure podcasts. Our location and recording sponsor of this podcast is Hopewell Works. It's a place that I'm a member at, and I'm actually here with Brian Z, who's been on the podcast before and is in charge of Hopewell Works. Brian, say hey and uh, tell us, why are you sponsoring the Hashtag 59 podcast? Well, it's definitely not just your good looks, Mike. Uh, We are glad to have you guys here. Uh, No, we love Hashtag 59. We love anyone that's rooted in the interest of exploration. And we believe part of what we're doing is designing an experience here where you can expand your horizons, change your environment for your workday, for your friends, uh, your meetups, your groups. So as you mentioned, uh, Hopewell here, we we run what we call like a student union for professionals. So if you want to come in and use our coffee cafe, we're open to the public. The membership unlocks high-speed Wi-Fi, private events, and some other spaces. So for us here, you know, it's all about trying to find people, like, connecting with themselves and with each other. Well, we love being here. All of our podcasts are recorded here. And how can people find out more information? Yeah, uh, the Internet is by by far the best place to look for us, hopewell.works. And um, you can also, also just shoot any one of us a message on any of the social media platforms and we'll get back to you. Wonderful. Let's head on into the inside of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. What's up, Hashtag 59? Mike R., co-founder of Hashtag 59, here for our podcast season three awards show. Uh, To bring you up to speed, like we said, we have all of our special guests on from the season three episode where we discuss outdoor adventure and all 50 of the U.S. states, plus the territories. And today, we have Jill G. on here. Jill G., how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for coming on the show again. And we're going to start with Jill G. sharing her best of in the entire United States. So that's what we're doing in this award show. And after Jill goes, we have... Jason M and Rita V, and then finally myself and Amy wrapping the show up. So all five of us are sharing the best of the best. So this is the finale and award show to our Outdoor Adventures in the U.S. States podcast season three. Let's go. 
Okay, I'm ready to go. So here's how we're gonna we're gonna give everybody these same questions, and Jill G is gonna get the party started. And the first question she gets now this is for any of the this is all 50 U.S. states, all the territories. So this is like the Hall of Fame of outdoor mm-hmm. adventure in the United States. And here we go. Here we go. If you could do Jill G. Two outdoor adventures in the United States that you have not done yet, what would they be and why? Okay, so I did pick two. One is actually the Tahoe Rim Trail. So a backpacking trip around the Tahoe Rim. It's about a 170-mile loop that goes around Lake Tahoe's basin. Uh, it's The trail ranges anywhere from 6,200 feet to about a little over 10,000 feet at one point. So this summer, I went on my first ever pseudo kind of backpacking trip. It wasn't a through hike like this would be, but it kind of got everything going in regards to doing some different backpacking. So as I was starting to follow some different influencers, I noticed a number of people doing this late summer um, in the area, and it just looked amazing. Wildflower season was happening. Some people did it in as few as like seven to ten days. Some people took three weeks. I have no idea how the permitting works. But it looked like an incredible, incredible adventure. Couple of past guests, Brian, Brian Zerker and Reggie, yep. have actually run this. Okay, yeah. The, the top, it is an ultra, ultra? marathon, sure. the Tahoe 200, and they have. Uh, in fact, uh, I think one of them ran into a big bear. Well, that's pretty incredible because some of the people that I follow that did it in maybe 10 days looked pretty beat up. Yeah. Just even backpacking. And, of course, they have the weight. But running that would be out of this world. But, yeah. So that, was, that was my number one, Tahoe awesome. Rim Trail. And number two. My number two is going and visiting the Dry Tortugas. Oh. So I know that this was talked about in a different episode because it was something that I was supposed to do around Christmas time. But it's a small group of islands off of Key West, uh, and it's it was a camping trip that got canceled because of weather. So it's only a few people can go at a time. Is it maybe a dozen? Yeah. I don't remember how many campsites there are. But you take a ferry. It's just under 70 miles off of the coast. Get dropped off. There is, I believe, one ranger that's out there kind of at a distance. But that outdoor adventure from kind of the swimming and snorkeling to exploring the island, it's something that was on the list to do that didn't happen. So I put it back on the um, list in regards to two outdoor adventures that I have yet to do. Great picks. And and don't forget about the ghosts, the mice, and the night skies out there. Yes, I do know we talked about the mice. I do remember that. That part I'm not looking forward to. But all of the other pieces, I think, are really intriguing. Mm, I forgot about that one. I would love. I wish. Hopefully, we get to go do that. Would love that. Forgot that we had that canceled. Yeah. Okay. One outdoor adventure in the United States that you have already done in your life, and you get to do it again. So the one that I picked is Ragbri, the registered American great bike ride across Iowa. It's something that I've done part of two different times, I believe. I've never done the full seven days, the dip to dip. And I know that this was something that, again, was talked about in this series of the podcast. But the thing that I like about Ragbri and the bike ride and the reason I would do it again and again is that it's always a little bit different route, right? So it always goes, what is that, west to east, but sometimes it's on the northern part of the state, sometimes it's southern. So even though the community elements of it are the same, 
it would be a little bit different every year. You wouldn't just be doing the exact same outdoor adventure. So that is what I picked is something that I have done. And if there is ever a ragbri again, mm-hmm. which who knows right now due to COVID, uh, it will start in your hometown, it correct? Will. Lamar's Iowa, ice cream capital of the world. I think I've also mentioned that on the podcast, di- but because they have dibs due to that was the home that was supposed to be the starting town this year, mm-hmm. and it's slated for 2021. So if it ever happens again, it's going to start there. We'll see it there. Yeah. All right, I love that. Great picks. Most underrated state in the U.S. for outdoor adventure options, and why? So the one I picked, I think people would say is probably not that underrated, but I picked Washington State because I just recently spent a lot of time there. I think it's underrated. Most people think of it in regards to outdoor adventure. That's no surprise. But I think the vast amount of outdoor adventure across the entire state is something that maybe people don't quite grasp just from the different seasons they have to all of the different landscapes it was just really high on my list. I just felt like there was constantly something that you could be doing even as the seasons changed. And it was something that was pretty exciting. Something that I found to be a little bit underrated. Now, if you go back to the Washington podcast, maybe people would say that's not super underrated. Everybody knows about it. Oh, we love Washington (laughs) here at Hashtag 59. But I think that it's something that it will always offer something no matter what the season or where you are. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I remember when, when Rita, who's going to be giving hers later, and I, she's already recorded her part, but I don't remember what she picks as her most underrated state, but she often talks about when she moved to Washington, how she was going to go to Alaska and the Canadian Rockies and Hawaii and Asia and Oregon because it was so close, and she said she barely got out of the state because all she was doing was playing inside of Washington. Sure, yeah, I yeah. can see that. All right, next question is... Whoa, where'd my show notes go? Okay, here we go. Hold on. What state has the most variety of different types of outdoor adventure and why? Well, so because I didn't want to pick Washington for every one of my answers, I picked California just because, again, kind of the definition of my answer is the same, right? Because of the mountains and because of the ocean, you have the ability to do different activities, multiple different activities in both of those areas. Plus, just all of the different climate and the way that you can navigate that state, I think that it probably offers a ton of different options, similar to Washington. Shout out to Washington again. Sounds like the the award show is going to get a lot of California love and Washington State love, I think. Well, there you're you have set, it. You're setting the standard for the rest of the guests. Well, then let's roll right into the next question because it's also similar. Oh, yes. And that question is... If you could only live in one U.S. state the rest of your life, and it was based specifically on outdoor adventure options for you, what would it be and why? I'm going to – drum roll, folks. Go for it. I did pick Washington. Oh! Now, <laughs> I know. But again, I think it's because I just recently spent a lot of time there and really liked adventuring and navigating that area. So that was my pick, again, because of the – the different variety, and the different seasons, too. I like that idea of there. I would say... I also think I was there in some of the most beautiful time. That's what all of my friends who actually live there said, that I was there in the blue sky, temperate climate, really beautiful time. Uh, But don't they say that to us every time we go there? They do. They do. 
but it has looked maybe a little bit gray since I left. But um, I like that. I think there's different things that you can do in the different climates. I would just say we would need to become skiers or snowboarders if that was going to happen. And probably have to buy a Subaru. Yeah. Because you can't get up the the Nissan Rogue's not taking those four Subarus. Not sounding very good. Mm -mm. Oh, Oh, you, everybody. The Rogue's fine, everybody. Don't worry. The car is fine. And if you were going to take a year-long road trip to visit all 50 of the U.S. states, I would include the territories, but it wouldn't really be a road trip. You'd be taking air travel to some of those. But if you want to go there, too, bring your special guests, you know. Who would be your two tour guide companions to bring along for the journey? I'm sure everybody knows what Amy and I picked. So I jokingly wrote down the Obamas because I'm pretty sure that they were featured as tour guides in almost every single episode, right? Yes. Is that right? Yes. And they're the best. And they're the best. So I wrote down the Obamas because why not? But then I also wrote down uh, you, Mike, and Amy Kay. I think you're celebrity oh. right? You know, something to do in all 50 of the states plus the territories. So I picked you guys. Well, that's so sweet Bring of along. you. And guess what? This is why we love our community and our fellow podcasters and what's really our friends and life partners and husbands and wives that do these episodes with us. But you are not the only person that special picks guest that picks Mike and Amy. No Kay. way! So we got a lot of gratitude uh, for everybody. A bunch of sweethearts coming on this. So thanks for picking us uh I think Amy told me. I mean, Amy's ready. I'm sure she'd jump in the car. Yep. Let's plan it. I'm ready to go, too. Any parting words? Anything? Uh, any any picks you want to make that, uh, you know, you think Jason or Rita or me or Amy or, or Zerker are leaning towards later in the episodes? No, I'm not going to guess. I'm just going to listen and see what everybody else picked. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the episodes this year. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was exciting. I get a little bit nervous every time, but... I always calm down once we get started. You're great on here. And coming up next, we're going to jump right into Jason M. Giving his rundown. And then Rita's going to give hers. And then I'm going to be back with Amy. Wrapping this whole 52 podcast shenanigan season up. Uh, To you, the listeners, this episode is just getting started. Jill G., Always real. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. If anybody wants to find her, she'll be apparently wandering around Washington State somewhere. And here we go. Heading over to Jason. Enjoy the rest of our episode and our award show. Peace out, friends. Hi, everyone. This is Jason M., guest writer for Hashtag 59. Can you believe we're actually at the end of Season 3? Uh... I guess when you have 50 states to cover, that's a long, long season. So um, I hope you've enjoyed some of my writing, and I've I've been able to guest spot on a couple of the, the podcasts this season. It's been great. Um, you can always check out my adventures um, at Exploring the 62 on Instagram. Um, I'm kind of your typical family guy with a 12-year-old boy. And uh, we try to have some adventures everywhere we go. So hope you can check that out. Um, So let's get to the questions. Uh, The first question 
um, is if you could only do two outdoor adventures in the United States you have not done yet, what would they be and why? Uh, I'm going to put a little caveat on this. I'm not going to include Hawaii or Alaska because that's just, uh, I think they're off on their own for this. Um, so my, my first one is going to be the High Line Loop in Glacier National Park. Uh, I've been to Glacier, but this one I was not able to do when we were there, and I would love to go back. Um, Mike Gars even talked about it on the podcast. So that would be number one. Uh, number two, some kind of extended, uh, you know, five-day camping and rafting trip on the Colorado River. Um, I've just seen and heard about so many adventures doing an extended trip like that, and uh, I just think that would be spectacular. So those two are on my bucket list for sure. Uh, the next question, if you could do one outdoor adventure in the United States that you have already done in your life, again, what would it be and why? And this one, it took a little bit of thought because I've been lucky enough to do quite a bit, but I would certainly love to go back to the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota. Uh, my roommate in college and I took a week-long portage canoe trip in the Boundary Waters back in the 90s, and it was absolutely stunning. And uh, I would love to go back. I mean, you have a potential of seeing the northern lights. Uh, just And if you want to be disconnected, that is a place to be disconnected. So um, that would be it. Third question, what's the most underrated state in the U.S. for outdoor adventure options and why? Um, well, I hope a lot of my Central Ohio people aren't upset, but I would absolutely say Michigan. Um, even on the Michigan podcast of the season, I think we all uh, were just blown away by how much is there. Um, I mean, you have thir over 3,200 miles of shoreline. Um, Sleeping Bear Dunes, National Lakeshore, Pictured Rocks, National Lakeshore. Lakeshore. Um, I mean, if you're into old world charm, you can go to Mackinac Island. You can go to the, uh, the uh, Cherry Festival in Traverse City. Um, and finally, one of my favorite places is Copper Harbor, which is the very top of the, the Upper Peninsula, which is actually north of Duluth, Minnesota. So... Just the state, top to bottom, I mean, it kind of gets a rap of being an industrialized state, but it also has 20 million acres of forest. So I would certainly uh, say it's over, or underrated, excuse me. Uh, let's see, the next question. What state has the most variety of different types of outdoor adventures, and why? Well, again, I'm going to stay kind of on the East Coast. Um... I am a huge fan of North Carolina. Uh, my, I grew up right on the border in Virginia, but North Carolina as a state, um, if you're on the western side, you have towns like Asheville um, and really small towns like West Jefferson and Lansing, which are up in the, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. Just gorgeous. Asheville is an amazing town. It's, it's probably probably one of the fastest growing cities on the East Coast, I would guess. Um, and then, you know, you go through the Piedmont, through the middle of the state. I mean, you got Duke and North Carolina. Mike R. would be totally hip with going to see a few of those basketball games. 
And then lastly, if you go all the way over to the coast, uh, you have the Outer Banks, which is one of my favorite destinations. Uh, Cape Hatteras National Seashore is absolutely beautiful. If you want kind of the ocean experience without all the people of some of the touristy places, that is the place to go. I suggest camping at Ocracoke Campground. You can fall asleep listening to the ocean just over a dune. And then lastly, I would I got to give a shout out in Kill Devil Hills, which is a small town on the Outer Banks, to a couple of returned Peace Corps volunteers like myself. Um, they've got what's called the Outer Banks Brewing Station, great bar, and it was the first wind-powered brewery in the United States. So if you're ever over that way, you got to check them out. Um, great place, great story, great beer. Uh, let's see. Next question. Number five. If you could only live in one U.S. state the rest of your life and it was based on outdoor adventure, which would it be and why? This one took a lot of thought. I mean, most states have a, a variety of things. But one that really sticks out that that I see kind of constantly on my Instagram feed is Colorado. Um, I've been lucky to be there, have visited there a couple times, uh, you know, Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, I've seen the Avet Brothers at Red Rocks. If you've never been to Red Rocks Amphitheater, that should be on everybody's bucket list because um, it's an outdoor adventure of a different type. Um, you just have just beautiful scenery, I mean, the mountain trails, uh, great beer, other things. I mean, it's just a fantastic state. And I think it's it's kind of endless in the possibilities of what you could do outdoors. So, so that would be my answer. And then lastly, if I was going to take a year-long road trip to visit all 50 of the U.S. states, who would be your two celebrity-esque tour guide companions you would want to bring along? Well, I'm kind of a self-proclaimed nerd, I guess. So mine not by might excuse me, mine might might not be as flashy as the Obamas or the dude. But the number one would be David Attenborough. I would just want him to narrate my entire trip for the year. Um, if you've l listened to any of his uh, specials from the BBC on nature and the earth, and <laughs> it would just be fun to have him narrate a trip. And then my second pick is, uh, and I think I've mentioned him before on on one of the, the one of the podcasts is Andrew Zimmern, who is a TV personality, a chef. Um, he had a show on Travel Channel called Bizarre Foods. Uh, more recently on MSNBC, it's called What's Eating America. I mean, this guy is one of my favorite celebrities right now. He has the pulse of America. He goes all over the world and eats whatever those people are eating and treats them with respect. I kind of call him a culinary um, anthropologist, just a super cool guy. It seems like a, someone that you'd like to hang out and have a beer with. And I know you would eat really well. So, uh, with that, I think that wraps up all the answers to the questions, at least right now. Um, hopefully we'll see some more stuff in the future. And, uh, thanks so much for taking this journey with us. It has been an absolute joy and, uh, I look forward to season four and let's see what brings that on.
Thanks so much. Take care. Hey there, everybody. hashtag Bye-bye. 59 crew. This is Rita V, occasional blogger for hashtag 59 and all the time outdoor nerd. I'm super excited to be contributing to this awards episode, Best Of, um, which I think is the culmination of all of their profiles of each of the 50 states, which is pretty rad. So they've asked for some highlights in terms of outdoors adventures that we would pick. I'm going to start with the two outdoor adventures that I have not done yet that I really want to do. Um, What would they be and why? I would pick some of the furthest flung uh, national parks, Isle Royale, which is up in Michigan, which you can only get to, I think, by float plane, definitely by boat. Um, Certainly a journey to get there. But when you get there, it's so remote. There's lots of wildlife and you have to camp, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be rad to be up there and catch some moose um, doing their native thing. Similarly, um, pick number two would be Gates of the Arctic in Alaska. Also super hard to get to, very far flung, but I think it'd be rad to go up there to see the caribou migration. So those would be my two, and I would then get two more national parks checked off my list. Yes. Um, Next question. If I could only do one outdoor adventure that I've already done, um, what would it be and why? Uh, I would pick... Mount Rainier's Spray Park Trail. And I would do this again and again, and I would take you and your friends. Um, Spray Park is about an eight-mile trail, if I remember correctly. And when you do it during the summer, it is full of wildflowers and amazing views of the peak of Mount Rainier. And like the smells of the wildflowers are intoxicating, and there is like every color in the rainbow. And if you are lucky, you will see some critters along the way. But Spray Park Trail in Mount Rainier National Park is definitely one that I would put on my do-again list. In terms of underrated states for outdoor adventures, and I think we talked about this actually in a podcast, but I would pick Kentucky. Um, I lived in Ohio most of my life and never spent any time in Kentucky. I don't know why. Maybe I hadn't got my outdoor adventure on yet, but Kentucky is rich with climbing and hiking, and I love to go down there to do some paddle boarding. So you can go to the Red River Gorge and hike. You can go to Grayson Lake or Cumberland Falls to go paddling or hiking as well. Cumberland Falls is also known for this... um, experience that happens only once in a while it's called a moonbow so if you go out there at night um and i don't know exactly what's the the occurrences but you will see a rainbow that's actually by the light of the moon so that seems pretty rad and i know there's excursions that will take you out on the water to go see that um and Kentucky also has Mammoth Cave, which is one of the biggest cave systems in the world. Um, So really cool. And for us who are living in Ohio, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. So Kentucky is my vote for underrated state. In terms of states that have the most variety of outdoor adventures, this was a close call for me. And... I think it's between Oregon and California, and I think California gets it just by an edge. But hear me out here. So, like, 
In Oregon, you can ski and surf and climb and be on the water and fly fish and do all of these things. You can also do all of that stuff in California, which is rich in national parks, and they have all sorts of ecosystems, right? So it's the mountains and the water and the redwoods and the desert. Um, so California, I think, is the winner in terms of the different types of outdoor, um, not only activities, but just the ecosystems that you can explore. California! Um if I could only live in one U.S. state for the rest of my life based on outdoor adventure, I would haul my butt back out to Washington. Um, I spent four years living in Seattle, and it flippin' blew my mind. I thought I was going to go out there, and I was going to go to Alaska, and all these spots in Asia, and I was going to go to Hawaii. I was going to do all of these things, maybe Australia, too, because I was on the West Coast. And coming from the Midwest... That just seemed like a launching place for all sorts of other adventures. But what I didn't realize was how much was going on just in the state of Washington. And so if I had to live in one state for the rest of my life, Washington is the place. Um, and if I was going to take a road trip with two celebrity-esque tour guides, phew, that is really hard because I don't know people who are as big of a national park nerds um, as I am. So I might take my friends from the hashtag community um, so we could all geek out together. Um, so those are my best of contributions. Thank you um, to Mike and Amy for letting me contribute and to all of the listeners. Um, let's go explore together. Cheers. And we're saving the best for last. Mike and Amy here with you. Amy, how's it going? Good. How are you in Washington? I am Washington State. You know, we love it out here. Uh, everybody at Hashtag seems to like it, so I'm great. Perfect. This is it. This is uh, episode 50. Is this episode 52, right? Um... Yes. 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 So. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Never. <clears throat> that's a really long season of podcasts. Yeah, that's a lot of, it's a lot of episodes. Yeah. It's a whole year. It's a whole year. Look what I got you into when I said I had a new idea for season three for our podcast. <laughs> Little did I know what it entailed. Yes. But it's been fun. And we've already heard from. Uh, oh, Absolutely. From, we've already heard from Rita. Had a lot of guests. Yeah, had a lot of great guests. Rita and Jason and Jill have all given, and uh, Brian have given their votes on our awards and roundtable ceremony for the best outdoor adventure activities in the United States based on like all, I mean, you and I probably, we learned a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. Like I have things that I'm doing, I'm going to start doing now. Got a list. Yeah, I know. It, it really is amazing um, as to what in just one country you can do and experience. Yeah, the United States is very large. I feel like the people don't always understand that, and there's a lot of variety in it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like it's several countries, especially now um, with everything that's going on in the political or I shouldn't even call it political landscape, equal rights landscape, uh, that it is, yeah. it is like 
several countries in one. Oh, definitely. So are you ready to, uh, you know, unleash our final awards? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to have like a final final? Like this is the best state. Yeah, we should. I think we'll, I think we'll do that at the end. I mean, like we, I don't, you think we already know what that is. Yeah, I think we do, but (laughs) cliffhanger listeners. Uh, yeah, I think we'll do that. Let's do that right at the end. Okay. So I'm going to uh, throw the first question out to you then that we already threw out to our guests on the first part. Uh, and then you can fire. I'll answer and then uh, I'll flip it back over to you for the next question. So we okay. can do a little back and forth. Uh, so the first question we asked all of our guests and, and I asked myself and we you asked me is, you can do two outdoor adventures in the United States that you have never done. Like this is like your last two outdoor adventure experiences in this country. What would they be and why? So I'll turn it over to you to get it started. Well, my first one is something that you just did, which is your hiking trip in the enchantments in Washington state. Um, I had no idea what that was until you said you were going and that was looked so epic that I would totally completely do that. Um, and then my second one, I actually have three, but I'm going to skip one. No, go, is go for it. The second one, what'd you say? Do all of them? Yeah, do all of them. Okay. So that's my first one. My second one would be visiting Wisconsin uh, and doing the Apostle Islands National National Seashore. Ooh. I know which that's crazy. People are like, why would you do that? It looks amazing. That's what I want to do. And then my last one would actually be going to Kauai in Hawaii and hiking uh, the uh, Waimea Canyon State Park and then the Nepali Coast. Those are some great, great picks. Both those places in Kauai look like heaven on earth. And I, so I have a friend who's done a ultra run on that Nepali coast through that like Waimea Canyon and like that rugged wilderness area. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She just did her. It was, it's my friend Michelle's sister and she ran like bad water and that back to back, uh, out of death so Valley. Crazy. Oh my goodness. The photos she posted, like just to like recap them that it was an incredible adventure to say the least. Mike, what are, what are your two? Okay, so I have two, and uh, I, w- I want you to know, we should bid on enchantments permits every single year the rest of our lives, and if I win, <laughs> if I win, you can come. If you win, I'm expecting an invite. Okay. Uh, so my two, <clears throat> this, was, this was a really interesting question I asked myself, I felt like, because I know we put the questions together, uh, the two of us, but I was like, what would they, I mean, it was really something that I had to think about. Uh, oh yeah. It was like a, this is a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. And, and I kind of like, I really went like dug around, like what is, if, if push came to shove and I can only do two things left, like what would they be? Um, my first one is to have the time and the means to through hike a national scene, a multi-state national scenic trail in the United States. Uh, the Appalachian trail has been on my mind, been on my mind for a long time. I actually bid to be paid to go hike it next year. 
So fingers crossed on that. And drink beer. And drink beer, or and <laughs> and host people to drink beer. Uh, you know, I'll I'll take it. However, they want to give me that twenty grand, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so through hiking the AT or through hiking the Pacific Crest, uh, through hiking the Continental Divide, one one of those that like where you're out in the woods for several months and you rely on nature to give you the experience of a lifetime. Uh, that, that would be number one. And I'd like to do one of those before I'm like 63, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. It's like something I'd like to do now. And then my second one was uh, <clears throat> while I was fortunate enough to win those enchantments permits, well, Stacy won them, but I bid on them too, and we had the same handshake deal I just offered you this year. <laughs> and uh, was uh, one that I struck out on this year, and I've had several friends strike out on repeated times, is is uh, – which actually nobody could go this year because of COVID and the devastation it's caused amongst our Native American tribes and lands here in the country uh, is Havasu Falls and Mooney Falls in Arizona on the Navajo land. Ooh. That looks like some of the most gorgeous scenery in the entire world. And it's a ba- it's a backpacking trip, it's a tent camping trip, it's wilderness exploration. Uh, there's something exciting to me too about like getting on a website and like bit, you know playing the lottery and the permits sell out. Actually, the permits went on sale this year the day we were going to Kilimanjaro, mm-hmm. and my dad tried uh, to get them, and he he called me once because we were like in transit like flying. He's like do you want to go in May instead? He's like, I can get you May. I was like, no, October only. And, and he's like, I can't get October. And then, and then like he called back five minutes later. He's like, they're all gone for the year, Um, (laughs) you know, but which nobody got to go, unfortunately this year. Um, but in the future, it shows just how fast the permits go. Yeah. So you got to mark it in your calendar. Yep, exactly. So those would be my two picks. Awesome. So I'll turn it over to you for the next question. Okay. So, um, so Mike, if you could do one outdoor adventure in the United States that you've already done once, what would you, what would it be and why? So we're going to stay in our favorite state. It seems like, uh, Washington state. It's where I am right now recording this. I'm in Bellingham and the enchantments. I, I can't believe I'd never heard of this place until our so friends. So that just goes to show you that sometimes, even though we know a lot of stuff, we don't know everything. No, we certainly don't. I mean, this, and it's it's so random too. It's not a national park. It's not a national monument. It's not a national forest. It's not a state park. It's just a wilderness region. And our friend Stacy knew that I was going to be out here and asked me if I was interested in bidding on the permits. I didn't really even look at it. I just thought, I'm like, well, of course, if there's like, you know, Stacy's like a, a junior forest ranger. And <laughs> if if she tells me that we should be bidding on permits for some place in the 
where she lives, like I have full trust in it that it would be awesome. Uh, but when I got there, it just transformed me in a way that I could never imagine. It is, it is to me, hands down, the most beautiful place in the United States that I've ever been to or ever seen. Uh, the, it is just, it's hard to describe though, other than I think it, the name just takes care of itself. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it, the photos were epic. So it, it's like a secret door to like a fairy tale wonderland or like you enter Narnia. I mean, that's so cool. it, It was, it was something else. So I would say, yes, I would go back to the enchantments uh, if you want to have any type of rugged wilderness experience, I would recommend you look at the enchantments. Uh, it is not, you can day hike. It is a 23 mile through hike. So similar to something like rim to rim. It is hard hiking though. Uh, you know, you're sk- you're bouldering, you're crossing streams, you're jumping on rocks, you're taking deep steps off of roots. It's not just like a pay serious elevation gain and serious uh dissension on the hikes but i mean it's all worth it that's cool mountain goats that like to drink your pee (laughs) if you're not careful yeah i I heard about that one yeah yeah uh that was we had a much closer encounter with a bear cub than we did with the mountain goats oh boy yeah i'm talking like seven feet away i hope jill was okay Jill had her bear spray out. Re- oh, sure she did. Ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, she also had it out, though, for like a chipmunk the day before. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know if that's like a perfect like parameter. Uh, but everybody also, like, I I didn't know where the mom was, and we were about to go around a blind corner, and I just stopped. Oh, yeah. Just to gather ourselves. We did not run into mama bear. Thank goodness. That's, yeah, that's scary. So how about you? Uh, what's, well, I, where are you I going changed, back? I, I keep changing it. Um, at first I had our trip to Washington, which was just because I like um, going to both Olympic and um, Mount Rainier. But I just changed it again back to, we did a really long road trip last year um, out to Utah. And I think I'm going to leave it at that. I really like, you know, taking in all the national parks. It's a really good trip, especially since we can't really fly right now. So, yeah, like visiting all the national parks out here. And then also it's the same kind of situation, not the same thing. But, like, we went on a hike that was not in the national park. It was just, like, off the side of a road Mm -hmm. uh, in Moab. Yeah. And where we went, we just kept hiking. And we finally found, like, a big, huge – cliff of wall that people were um repelling down um and doing you know like rock climbing stuff and i was just like is it, this just like happens here like nobody like cares like <laughs> yeah exactly you know you don't know that though if you live like in the midwest like because we don't really have just like things like that no it's it's all like it's either like it's like official like parks and trails or it's like not yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of And, like, you know, up there it's more like, hey, like, this is all, like, you know, land, you know, Bureau of Land Management. You can do whatever you want on it. Mm-hmm. Which, so. I mean, I love to do whatever I want, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who doesn't? So that's what I would say. I would say, you know, going to Bryce Canyon, um, 
uh, Zion, everything. Love it. Great pick. Now, uh, for your next pick, what's the what's the most underrated state in the United States, specifically as it relates to like outdoor adventure, adventure travel, in your mind? So I'm going to go back to one of our first shows. And I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Alabama. Alab- nice. That Was that number one? Yes. Yeah. So I was shocked when we were doing, when we were going through and, like, trying to find things to do. And I was like, there's so much stuff to do in Alabama that, like, blew my mind. Um, and I know it's not, like, cool, but whatever. That's my pick. Good. Stick to it. I, yeah, you know, <laughs> golf shores uh, – canyons rock climbing like there's, oh gosh there's, there's so, so there was so much and we're talking underrated we're not saying alabama's the best state for outdoor adventure what, no. we, what we're saying is nobody talks about it not not a lot of people know about it so that's my that's mine what's, gonna, what's yours i'm gonna say uh for the underrated forgotten state of the Pacific Northwest and the mountain region out West, Idaho. Between whitewater rafting, the Salmon River, which is where all the whitewater rafting guides of the Grand Canyon and Costa Rica and Alaska want to go on their own trips. The Sawtooth National Forest that I just did some hiking in and Redfish Lake, which I just hiked and explored and kayaked unbelievable uh craters of the moon national monument jason talked about that uh quite a bit on one of his blogs and if you like tlc and like to chase waterfalls idaho falls shoshone falls there's an epic amount of wilderness there's no national park technically yellowstone a little bit is in it but it's really not like it's just the land you it's not like you enter Yellowstone via Idaho and go on like a hike and it's like known to be in Idaho. Uh, but, yeah. but they just have all, all this. And, and that's probably why to me, nobody talks about it is there isn't like, it's just, it's just rugged wilderness. Yeah. So that's actually one of our, one of our places on our, our list of places to move to Idaho. Yeah. Ooh. I put that on there. Well, Nelson's like, why? I'm like, you don't know anything about Idaho. I'll come visit and live in your driveway in my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. So, in your opinion, what state has the most variety of different types of outdoor adventures and why? I have two here. I know that's not fair, but... Uh, well, I also have two, so it's okay. Okay, good. And we it's, <laughs> it's our show, it's our podcast, and it's our award show, so we can say whatever we want, I guess. <laughs> not whatever we want. Mike, we, there can be ties. It's okay. Yes, we can have ties. Uh, so I, I have uh, Hawaii and California. In a what? Tie. Yep. That's what I have. You do? Yes. Smart-ass people just think alike. I mean, it's unbelievable. Okay, so I have Hawaii because of the fact that, like, there's, I think there's 11 climate zones in the yeah. entire world, and Hawaii has, like, nine of them. Yeah. And then California is, 
it's part partly for California. It's so vast and there's it's so big, like it it has a it has an advantage. But I mean, when you think about like Joshua Tree to the Redwoods to Death Valley, they have the lowest point in the lower in the northern hemisphere, the highest point in the United States, uh, in the lower forty eight. They have they have like winter skiing options. They have beach hikes. Like it, it's just the cities like LA and San Fran have like city hiking that anybody from the Midwest or the South would dream of having within a three hour drive. Yeah. I have all the same stuff basically. Okay. So there it is. Hawaii, so like, Hawaii and yeah, California. You, could, you know, in California you can go to the mountains, you can go to the, the beach, you can go surfing, you can go skiing. Hawaii, like you just said, there's all these different dif- like uh, echos- echospheres basically like, I don't know. Biospheres, it's just cool. It's the best. I think so. We'll each, so it's not even really a tie then. We're just going to give like one of us has Hawaii and one of us has California. Okay, or, we'll and just we do can that. <laughs> flop whenever we want. <clears throat> so, se- second last question uh, If you could live in one U.S. state the rest of your life, meaning like you can travel elsewhere, unless it's a global pandemic, and. Uh, <laughs> But you can't live anywhere else. So you're going to spend a majority of your time in that state. And it's based on outdoor adventure and out and adventure travel. What would it be? So I went ahead and said Idaho. Already thinking about moving there. This is yeah. this is real. This is getting real, huh? Well, the, part of the reason is um, there is a lower cost of living, but it's very comparable to some of the other uh, Pacific states like Washington, it's close by, like Oregon, like California. So that's my pick. Nice. What's yours? Uh, Washington State. Where you are right now. Where I am right now. Going to leave here in, in a couple weeks, but uh, I know I'm going to be back. And the just the, the vastness of diversity in terms of what you can do here is just unbelievable like within like a two hour the the one like i thought about i thought about california and hawaii and idaho um i think i think idaho's got a lot of rednecks hanging around yeah i didn't think about that when i when i wrote this so that's that's where idaho got bumped down uh same with montana uh, Hawaii is is a little far for me to commit to just living there the rest of my life. Yeah. And then California, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know where I would pick to live in California. Whereas like Washington, I think you could pick six, seven, or eight different like cities or towns, and then be in a central location to get to a lot of them. Oh, definitely. So. I mean, I had Washington and I changed it. Well, I and think then I wrote California and I changed it. Rita picked Washington. So, uh, Jason picked Jason picked Michigan, and the and living up on Ooh. the UP. I mean, that's so Michigan's also on our short list. Yeah, that's a good one. So, and at the time of this recording, we don't know what Jill and Brian picked. Ooh, I kind of feel like Jill's going to be leaning towards Washington State too, though. She's kind of she's. Kind of really owning it out here. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, let's go. If 
Final question. My favorite question of like this entire season, too. Who who are you bringing on a year-long road trip to visit all 50 of these states and all the territories as your tour guide companions? I mean, I'm going to pick a dream team, okay? Do it. This is going to be Obama and Oprah. Yes. That That See? is a dream team. That's how I feel. Are you bringing Michelle or Barack or both? Well, you only said two, so I'm going to bring Barack. Okay. But yeah. Michelle would be fun, too. I don't know. Just, that will, we're going to do Obama. Okay, so you're going to bring Barack, Barack. On and Oprah, yeah. which I love. Uh, Oprah's, <laughs> Oprah lives, uh, has land on in Hana, in Maui. So she's going to be mean, able to be an excellent tour guide out there. And she, she's got a lot of money, so. It's I feel like it'll, be a, it'll be a high class trip. <laughs> it's going to be a bougie trip with Oprah for you. I mean, we're definitely going to probably be taking a private jet everywhere. That's a real. That's a really good point. Uh, so my my two, since you're bringing Barack, I'm gonna bring Michelle. Okay. And and the dog. And I guess we have to. Should we? I guess we should bring their kids, right? Or are they in college age now? They're in college. Okay. I think that's fine. Okay, they're fine. <laughs> they won't. I just wanted to make sure they wouldn't like. They can come visit us on the trip whenever they want. <laughs> like it's no problem. So I'm gonna bring Michelle yeah. and the dog. Or dogs uh, at this point. And then I'm going to bring um, a famous rock climber, Tommy Caldwell. He's uh, he did, he's the Don Wall documentary. His dad, Mike, who I mountaineered with in Colorado, he is a rock climber, fly fisherman, former grade school teacher and basketball coach, and uh, has climbed the 10 highest peaks in South America. Uh, I think he'd be... a and he's hilarious. So there you go. I think it'd be a fun, fun person to have along. Uh, being, you know, with the, the basketball stuff, like I'm assuming we're all getting a, like a, well, I guess we're going on the jet. Yeah, I was thinking a camper van, but no, Oprah's coming. So we got this private jet. Yeah, we got a private jet. Yeah, okay. Well, hopefully then we can do a little, you know, b-ball, me, Mike, and Barack, because Barack loves the ball. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. Opportunities are endless exactly. on this trip, Amy. It's good. Who else would we have picked other than the Obamas? I mean, like, I thought that was that's going to be kind of obvious. I think we picked them for eight out of the fifty states. I know. I was I was trying to think of like something unique, and then I was like, nah. They deserve it. If you've listened to it all year, we've been pumping them up the whole time. I mean, maybe we'll get a mention in their new podcast. I, I did see Michelle has a new podcast, or is it both yeah. of them? Yeah, I'll say I'll DM, I'll DM Michelle after this. Okay, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's great, no problem. Uh, so that's that's it. Um, I guess to recap, uh, I think Washington State is probably our winner overall by all of our judges, aka our contributors to this podcast as and then i would put i would i think what would you say top five i'm gonna say like for outdoor adventures overall it seems like california hawaii idaho utah and washington probably that's my guess that that makes me sad though for the east coast people maybe michigan maybe i would michigan might get bumped in there 
Okay. But that that seems. But Washington seems to be the runner, the winner with like California, Hawaii, and Idaho, and then I don't know number five, I guess. Michigan. Michigan. We'll put Michigan. I like that <laughs> bold, bold statement. That's it, folks. Uh, Amy, do you have any parting words from this long season talking about endless hikes and waterfall chasing and going around with the Obamas? No, but thanks to everyone for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's been a fun journey, and maybe we'll have a season four. Maybe we won't. That will be determined at a future time. Yeah. But for now, um, we have time to think about it. Yeah, we have time to think about it, and we can do whatever we want because it's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, stay tuned to our website, obviously, hashtag59.com for blogs, events, and maybe a season four of the podcast. And if you didn't dig into all the other past episodes or you found something, everything's archived. You can listen and find out our specific outdoor adventures in each of the 50 U.S. states and all the territories before this finale show. And also thanks to all of our contributors who uh, took time to give their picks as well for this award show. That's it. We out? We're out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Mike and Amy signing off.